Hey everybody, this is just a PSA that my mic was acting a little funny this episode, so bear with me. I hope y'all enjoy Chair Pop Chronicles episode two. Bye. I think I'm gonna start this thing where I talk while I'm driving. I don't know what I'm gonna call it. Cherry Pop, Cherry Pop, Cherry Pop, Cherry Pop. Oh my God, I have a name. Cherry Pop Chronicles, Cherry Pop Chronicles, Cherry Pop Chronicles. I'm gonna start that because I got some shit to say. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Cherry Pop Chronicles episode two. We back and we better than ever. I just want to say thank you to everybody that listened to episode one. It's very much appreciated, and I'm just very thankful and grateful. So, shout out to y'all. And right now, we're about, of course, about to get into episode two. And before we even start episode two, I just want y'all to know that today is my birthday, huh? April 29th. Tar season what i don't hear you sweetie <laughs> but yes you guys it's my birthday today april 29th i turned 20 years old dub club who a teenager baby hmm i'm grown 20 but i ain't gonna lie i'm re- i'm kind of sad that my teen years are over but i mean i, I had fun my teen years so I can't be mad at it, but baby, we're entering the 20-somethings. God bless these 20-somethings worth the scissor. And, you know, I'm enjoying my life. It's only up from here, okay? So, shout out to all my Taurus babies that's listening to this Taurus season. The best sign. The most underrated sign. The most loyal sign. What else? Listen, I could do a whole episode on astrology if y'all want that because I've really recently been getting into that type of stuff and numerology and all that. I've been really beginning to that, but that's not what this episode is going to be about. So like every episode, I have topics that we're going to talk about and we're going to and I'm going to rant about, of course. And we're just going to have fun and we're just going to enjoy my birthday. So let's get straight into it. So the first thing I have on here is the FAMU elections. Okay, I have a lot to say about this. So let's just start with congratulating the winners. So congratulations to Kamani, Erica, our Mr. and Miss FAMU. Um, Mike and Morgan, they won the king and queen of orange and green shout out to them and shout out to the attendants shout out to the sga press shout out to all y'all okay and now that's out the way family twitter is crazy and do too much and and let me just let me let me just say this some people take social media way too serious one and some people don't take social media serious enough that's two social media is for interacting and you know we can hi hi and kiki but when y'all tweeting shit at y'all ass rude ass stuff y'all gotta think like what, what was your point what was your purpose and some people and when i say people take it too serious y'all on here writing think pieces on twitter about this shit like who cares like yeah, they did say something ignorant, and they're wrong for saying that ignorant shit. But y'all out here writing think pieces, and fam, you Twitter is just so toxic, and the school is. Uh, if y'all don't shut the hell up and unfollow their ass, mute their ass, block that, it's something. I have so many fam, you people muted, and that's just because they tweet stupid shit. 
I hate, let me tell y'all the type of family Twitter people I hate. My number one hate family Twitter are the people who constantly tweet about FAMU. We understand the school spirit and the school pride. We get that that's the school you go to. Hell, I go to that school too. But every time I see these certain people on my timeline, they're literally talking about FAMU. Like, y'all don't have no life outside this shit. Y'all, that's all y'all sit up and think about? Like, what's going on at FAM? Maybe I don't get it. Like, sometimes I be tend thinking, like, maybe I just don't have enough school spirit. Maybe I'm just not. But I don't think that's what it is. I just honestly think that some stuff is worth energy and some stuff isn't. And with this election shit, that shit is not worth it. Okay, your friend lost. Okay, cool. It's oh sad. Oh, okay, but she gonna have to hear. She gonna have to take that L. What's what's your point of getting on social media bashing this other candidate? Cause they won. Maybe if y'all would have put that energy into supporting your candidate, maybe they would have won. Huh? Like, come on now. That was just really pissing me off. And candidates. I don't know who, I don't know why y'all thought it was a good idea to text and call and email us students. But I just want to tell y'all, don't ever in y'all life do that shit again. Ever. If you listening to me and you planning on running for something, you better not do that shit. That is annoying. That is, that is beyond, that shit, I don't even know what to say. That's just unacceptable, period. You don't do that. That's annoying. That's harassment. Like, hey, today's voting day. Don't forget to vote for this. Hey, hey, this is such and such. Vote for me. And uh, we know it's voting day. We know elections. We know that. You do not have to text. Y'all swear to God, I got like seven texts. People was calling my phone. They emailing me in the school email. That shit was just out of pocket. Don't ever do that again. I blame, um, that's that lady name that sent out an email. Y'all know it. Y'all family students. Y'all know exactly who I'm talking about. I blame her for this. Because first of all, how you over the school emails and you sending out every student information, every student name, number, email address, student ID. No, that was just <laughs> this damn school. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, Shout out to the winners and don't ever in y'all life text a call my phone like that again. Um, next we have okay, this just small little things that be going on because my major topic that I want to talk about, you guys, I'm gonna save that for the end, so you have to stay tuned for that. So I watched recently this show on Hulu called Little Fires Everywhere. And let me tell y'all, that was really good. It was such a good show. You got Kerry Washington. You have Reese Witherspoon. They played two mothers. It's based in the 90s. And basically, the show is, is about motherhood and relationships mothers have with their daughters, mothers have with other mothers, what makes a mother a good mother or a bad mother. It was a good show. It was drama-filled. I don't want to spoil it for those of you who want to go watch it. But all I'm going to say is, sometimes these Karens, Karens never know how to mind their business, Karen with the K. Y'all know, <laughs> I know y'all seen no memes on Twitter about Karens. 
that's exactly what Reese Witherspoon was a Karen always in business mind your own children please but if you're looking for a good show to watch that's definitely it also you guys during this quarantine like I said in the first podcast I've been trying to keep myself entertained and one thing that I really miss is basketball NBA basketball I'm definitely like a tomboy when it comes to sports. I watch sports. Well, I, I I watch sports, but I mostly like basketball. Like, I will watch football. I keep up with it, but basketball is my thing. I really love the NBA. LeBron, like, they cut the season short. LeBron was going to win the chip. LeBron was going to win MVP, and that's just dead on that. But it just would have been good, like... Giannis, Giannis would have went down too. Like Giannis, Giannis was gonna make it to the finals. Kawhi was not gonna go out sad. Okay, that's what I was waiting for. Like I just had so many high expectations for this NBA playoffs, and I just knew that the playoffs was gonna be so good. I just knew every series was gonna be good, especially in the West. I knew that the Lakers and the Clippers was probably going to make it to the Western Conference Finals. And it was going to go to seven games. And LeBron would have went crazy. But so would have Kawhi, though. Kawhi would have went crazy, too, because he like a silent killer. <sighs> I really love basketball. But next year, I hope, it, I hope it comes back sooner than later. And if they have to cancel the season as a whole, that's going to be horrible. This whole basketball season was good, and then Kobe died, man. R.I.P. Kobe. And I just felt like LeBron and the Lakers just really got something to prove. All of them, AD, everybody. But I'm going to stop talking about that before I turn to goddamn Stephen A. (laughs) Shannon Sharp or somebody. But, yeah, you guys, basketball is definitely my favorite sport, so I'm kind of suffering with that one. Also, something very exciting that happened in the last couple weeks, well, since the last time we talked, the Teddy Riley versus Babyface Instagram battle. Did y'all watch it? I watched it, me and my mom. I put it on the speaker, and we watched it. It was actually good. It was some songs on there I didn't know. Because, like, I don't know every Babyface song. I don't know every Teddy Riley song. But the songs I did, and I was like, wow. Like, this is really culture. This is really lit. How these two men have made so many gems and so many classics that we hold to a high standard. And we all got to sit on Instagram Live and watch it. And it had, like, 400,000 people in there. That is a lot of people. Do y'all hear me? That's probably like a record-setting number at on Instagram Live. But then it got messed up when the music started messing up. And that kind of ruined the vibe. I want to, you know, hear all the songs. But here comes Teddy Riley. His shit always messing up. Just like the first time he did it, he trying to have a damn live band. Like, this is Essence Fest. Like, calm down. This is just Instagram Live. And Babyface was on there chilling with his wine glass and his Grammys in the back. Like, he don't even have to say too much. You already know what was up. It was really lit, though. I really enjoyed it. I want to see other battles between people. 
I want to see Diddy versus whoever, but I feel like Diddy go win off rip because Diddy have rap songs, he have R&B songs, like he could do both, and he have successful songs like that. I just don't know who would who would measure up to that. They try to say Dr. Dre, but no offense to Dr. Dre, like you know he that nigga when it comes to that stuff, but he don't have the hip the the singing the R&B side of the music like Diddy. He could play Biggie. He could play his songs. He could play what Diddy Dirty Money, whatever. He could play all them songs. But then on the R&B side, he could play Total. He could play Mary J. He could play Faith Evans. He could play all of that. You're not beating somebody with that. You're just not. So I want to see Jermaine Dupri battle somebody. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I just had to laugh because I was thinking about Blue Bell. <laughs> And this just was funny. Like, Bow Wow Bow- Bow- got his, though. So, I ain't even gonna do shot like that. But, yeah, the Instagram battles are really good. Rich, really entertaining. Let's keep that up. Okay, next. On Twitter, it's a picture of an air mattress. And somebody posted it and said, if you pull up with a dude, and if you pull up to a dude's house, and he got this, what you doing? And y'all want to know what I'm doing? Basically, it's asking. If you if you were to do and he got an air mattress in his house and he wants you to sleep on the air mattress, cuddle with him on the air mattress, what you do with it? And y'all want to know my answer? Hell no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> what type of question is that? Especially if I have a choice. I don't have to sleep on the air mattress. I don't have to do this. I'm going home to my real bed. And, and this is what's wrong with Twitter. Twitter make you feel like if you don't, it, they make Twitter and society have a way of making women feel like if they have standards and they know what they want, they're being difficult, difficult, they're asking for too much, they're being bougie, they're being stuck up. Huh? Let me know where that makes sense at. If I have self-dignity not to sleep on a goddamn air mattress, if I don't have to, what does it have to do with being bougie and standards? My thing is, see, people looking at the thought that it's an air mattress, and if you don't want to sleep on it, that's because you're judging them because they don't have a real bed. I understand that people go through things in life, and I understand that sometimes you can't afford that. You, You have to sleep on the air mattress, and that is you. That's your life struggle. I understand you, but why in the hell, if you're sleeping on an air mattress, why are you inviting a woman back to your house? I don't know no nigga that's that's really interested in a woman and gonna invite her to his house and he's on a freaking air mattress. If somebody did you like that, you deserve better, queen, because that's just not okay. Now, if... If you if you still want to you know whatever whatever you could just we could just talk and, and we could come to my house I gotta be it we could just come there but I just feel like if you're sleeping on the air mattress but you got a motherfucking 50 inch screen TV you got an Xbox PS4 you got an 11 Pro Max phone you got on nice clothes what's good <laughs> what's good you know so ladies. Please just have some 
and stop and stop lying you pick me girls on instagram what i just picked uh, just let me have a side out of wall the bar is low the bar is in hell it's on the ground want better queen that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> want better queen <laughs> but this is the topic that i want to talk about so bad i just really have to get this off my chest so of course y'all know it's the same debates on twitter every other month about pwi versus hbcus and i never really like made tweets or nothing about it but of course i feel uh, this is how i feel i'm up somebody who goes to an hbcu and i take pride in my hbcu FAMU, Florida Agriculture and Mechanical University, period. I take pride in my school. And I and I always encourage other black kids that's in high school. Anytime I talk to a high schooler, I tell them that they should consider going to an HBCU. And I don't see a problem in that. And PWI students, I want you to understand that when some HBCU students talk about PWI versus HBCU well coming from my personal standpoint I don't look down on a black person that chooses to go to a PWI just like I had a choice to go where I went they have a choice to go where they go I don't have a I don't understand the beef you get your education there we get our education here but see my problem come in when PWI black students try to compare their experience to ours, calling that white school, my HBCU, this, just because a group of black students, y'all got together and had a party, or y'all got together and was swag surfing, that doesn't make you an HBCU at all. And it's nothing wrong with that. Why we can be different. We can be different. We can be different. The HBCU experience is more than just going to the parties with the black people and um, doing black people things and, 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 and partying and all that. It's deeper than that. It's way deeper than that. When you're going to an HBCU, the, I, I don't know about anybody else, but I just feel so much pride and I just feel so much gratitude and excitement that I get to go to a black school that was made for me by another black person and all the things they had to go through for this the school to be what it is and i go here and all the my peers are black and we all in school making it you know we all in school trying to be successful i'm surrounded by so many successful black people and this shit is motivational as hell now not saying that you can't be proud of the black people where you go to school at your pwi but that shit just not the same and there's nothing wrong with that we could be different but i am tired of black pwi students making it seem like they they chose a better option well Y'all, you don't know, you don't have a sense of the real world because you're around people that look like you. But if that's not the stupidest shit I ever heard, are we not all living in the damn real world? I'm still going to know how to interact with people. 
Do you think at, at HBCUs they teaching us, oh, this is only how you re uh, act around black people? Like, I feel like I have a better sense of the world going to an HBCU. If we're being honest, like, that's the stupidest shit I ever heard. <sighs> like, that was just stupid as hell. Um, also, with the, with the debates, I had a tweet that recently went viral. And it's so annoying having a tweet go viral. But it was a picture of this cartoon that come on Cartoon Network called Craig of the Creek. And the main character, he's a black little boy. And his family is black too. So his mom had on a HU uh, jacket, a HU sweatshirt. So somebody posted it and was like, look, we have some HBCU representation on TV. Yay, blah, blah, blah. And I'm appreciative that a black family is on TV, especially a cartoon or cartoon network. Like, that's a really big deal. And I like that it's an HBCU. Like, I'm all for that. But so I quoted the tweet and I said, I'm tired of Howard being the only HBCU that is covered on TV. And it went viral. I guess people agree. But of course you had the people that was like, at least it's something. At least a, st a school is getting represented. Then you had the people that was like, oh, the Howard students. Y'all just need y'all just mad. Y'all the y'all alumni need to do better than if y'all want representation and then you had the people, black people complain about everything. People always complaining. Uh so here go other people. At least his baby steps to Y'all, that shit. <laughs> it's so much wrong in what they said. But like everybody had their own opinions. But what? What? I have no problem with Howard. It's a good, it's a good school, you know, to each his own. But when we see HBCUs on TV, no matter what it is, you always gonna see Howard. You're always gonna see Spelman. You're always gonna see Morehouse. You might see my school in there a little bit. You might see FAMU just a little. You might see Hampton just a little. You know, but majority of the time it's or Clark Atlanta. You you gonna see the A what is it? A U C A C U. Y'all know the <laughs> I think it's A U C. You gonna see Howard Hampton. You're gonna see those schools. And honestly, I'm just tired. Even though I go to a school that does get its recognition, I still feel as though it's time for us to see all schools now and, and, and even not all just a wider selection do y'all know how many black kids there are around the country that never even heard of hbcus never even had a pamphlet brochure they ain't never they've never experienced none of this and i'm pretty sure they're on social media i'm pretty sure they watch tv i'm pretty sure they do all those things but if that's not what they're seeing, if that's not the, if that's not the colleges that they're seeing and that's being presented to them, of course they'll never know. And with Howard, okay, so say they see Howard, okay, Howard, I'm gonna look it up. And if they look at that and they look at the prices, Howard, they go for Howard, they go for Spelman, Morehouse, because all those schools are private institutions. They're gonna be like, wait a minute, if it's that much to go to a school, then I'm not gonna go. But see. 
them the private schools. You have so many good public HBCUs like my school, like NCAT, like JSU, Alcorn, P PV, all these great public schools. But if they never see it, y'all, if they never see it, they will never know. And that's my problem. And that's what I want to help. When I become successful in this thing, I pray that I am. I want to represent all HBCUs. I want kids to know, I want black kids to know that they have more options than they think they do. We, we are not as limited as they're trying to make us seem. Hold up y'all, I'm turning into Dr. Umar. <laughs> I'm trying to eat the Dr. Umar right now, but I'm just saying, that's just how I feel, y'all. That was straight from the heart. I'm just really passionate about HBCUs because, bro, black people are the shit. You heard it here. Black people are the shit. And as soon as we realize that we the shit, we, we the reason for all this. Think about it. Everything that's popping, everything that's amazing, some shape, way, or form is from black people. So, bro, you and when you go to an HBCU, you just see that shit. You see greatness. I'm telling you, like alumni and all different. Bro, I done learned about so many FAMU alums that's doing big things. I would have never known it. I'm like, they're doing this where? Come on now. And that's not even just FAMU. That's just in any school. Like people try to talk down on black schools, but you learn a lot about self, I would say. You definitely, and that, and but that's just my experience. Some people don't have the same experience that I have, and that's okay because everybody experiences life different. But that's my whole spiel with the PWI versus HBCU debate, cause y'all, I could go all day. <laughs> about that so i'm gonna put dr umar back in his little cage <laughs> he don't need to come out period but you guys that is all i have for you today i hope you guys enjoy episode two and i hope you guys are come back for episode trace again it's my birthday so turn up and if you're listening to this on my birthday Come on my Instagram or my Twitter and, you know, tell me happy birthday. At Shaylafleur, at C-H-E-L-E-F-L-O-R-E underscore Tars Season, Tars Gang, all that. And I love everybody for listening and see y'all later. Bye. Yeah, so be careful.